This week, I have enjoyed a lot of wonderful live music. Friday night, I joined some other folks from this congregation to support Laura Naus and Steve Allred as they provided music at the Virginia Museum of History and Culture. Their singing and guitar picking were fantastic. And it was fun to watch other people stop to sway and sing along. And towards the end of the night, I spotted a toddler. My guess is he was maybe three or four years old and he was just dancing along. And so I encouraged his groove and then he started to run around. So naturally, I asked my new friend, do you want to race? And he took off. He started to dash around the exhibits of the carriage and the old car, sprinting towards a kid-sized airplane and then rushing off toward the music makers again. Now, I thought we'd race maybe to the back of the room and then back to the front and then call it quits. But no, no, this tyke had another idea. He kept careening off for another lap around the museum goers and the entertained onlookers. He kept going and I had to catch my breath and slow my pace a few times just to keep up with the little guy whose legs were not even a quarter of a, as long as my own. There is nothing quite like the exuberance of a toddler who has plenty of room to run. Now, I was relieved to return him to his parents, and they thanked me for my efforts to tire him out before bedtime. And I doubt I will challenge any more kiddos to a race any time soon. I, I just don't have the stamina I once did. And as I returned to the respite of a rocking chair to enjoy the next song, I gave thanks to God in my heart. For let us remember what Craig and Jack just read from Psalm 147. God's delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor is the Lord's pleasure in the speed of a runner. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear God and those whose hope is instead fast love. Now this is good news for anyone who is tired and trying to catch their breath. This is good news for wearied parents and for drained caregivers, for knackered neighbors and exhausted service providers and brilliant teachers at our Sprout School. God pays attention to the tired when we honor and revere the holy and place our hope in the Creator's steadfast love. Now, our second scripture reading from the Old Testament echoes this good news. I chose to read this familiar passage from Isaiah chapter 40 from the message today. So listen for God's word for you. 
Have you not been paying attention? Have you not been listening? Haven't you heard these stories all your life? Don't you understand the foundation of all things? God sits high above the round ball of earth. The people look like mere ants. God stretches out the skies like a canvas, yes, like a tent canvas to live under. The Lord ignores what all the princes say and do. The rulers of the earth count for nothing. Princes and rulers don't amount to much. Like seeds barely rooted, just sprouted, they shrivel when God blows on them. Like flecks of chaff, they're gone with the wind. So who is like me? Who holds a candle to me, says the holy? Look at the night skies. Who do you think made all this? Who marches this army of stars out each night, counts them off, calls each one by name, so magnificent, so powerful, and never overlooks a single one? Why would you ever complain, O Jacob, or whine, Israel, saying, God has lost track of me, God doesn't care what happens to me? Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. He's creator of all you can see and imagine. He doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath. And the Lord knows everything inside and out. God energizes those who get, get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now the prophet Isaiah proclaims good news for us. From an ancient time over two millennia ago, straight to our ears today. If you are heart-weary praying for peace, still hoping for peace in Ukraine, and waiting for the release of the hostages held by Hamas, and peace in Gaza and in Israel, if you are tired praying for peace, these scriptures are for you. And if you are worn down by a new diagnosis or the ongoing recovery from a fall or accident or the heaviness of grief, grief after the loss of a loved one or the silent struggles of infertility, or the complexities of dealing with the uncertainty of the future, if you are weighed down, these passages from the Old Testament are for you. Both the passage from Psalm 147 and from this part of Isaiah chapter 40 ring true to the weariness 
that afflicts us and to the steady, sure presence of our Creator who cares for us. As we read in Eugene Peterson's translation, God doesn't come and go. God lasts. The Lord doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath. God knows everything inside and out. God is constant and steadfast, even when we are inconsistent and erratic in our own faith. Both of these passages point to the glories of creation as signs of God's constancy and love. The night skies are filled with stars, each one with a name from God. And rain provides nourishment for the earth, which in turn sustains the animals. Psalm 147 reminds us of our role as stewards of the earth and all the natural resources that allow creation to flourish. Now, we need these reminders, or I'll say I need these reminders of God's steadfast love and consistent care because our culture sends us so many conflicting narratives. All too often, advertisements promote consumerism and competition, and headlines dwell on violence and divisions that push us towards feeling defeated and depressed. There are abundant examples that I could point to to illustrate this, but today I only want to use one Today, I will highlight a scene from the movie Barbie. Now, I must admit that I was skeptical about this movie. My younger brother liked playing with my Barbie dolls more than I did when we were kids. However, I was impressed by the depths of the messages and the themes this movie about plastic dolls presents. And one of the characters, Gloria, offers a monologue towards the end of the movie that describes the challenges and reasons why so many women are tired. Now, this is a long quotation, so take a deep breath. Try not to fall asleep on me. Gloria says this. She says, it is literally impossible to be a woman. You, speaking to Barbie, you are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like, we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin, and you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but you also have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, 
but don't talk about your kids all the time. You have to be a career woman, but always also be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory, and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. Take a deep breath. You made it. Now, there is plenty, plenty to unpack in that movie monologue, but I want to share what director Greta Gerwig said about filming that scene in an interview with The Atlantic. Gerwig remarks, obviously, these systems are terrible for men, too. When America Ferreira, the actress, was giving her beautiful speech, I was just sobbing. And then I looked around and I realized everybody's crying on set. The men are crying too because they have their own speech they feel they can't ever give, you know? And they have their twin tightrope, which is also painful. Now, I didn't expect the Barbie movie to so powerfully articulate the systems and expectations that tire us out. And I mean all of us, women and men and non-binary people, the young and the well-advanced in age, professionals, students, and retired folks, those who are comfortable here in church and those who have felt distanced from God for a long time, we are all exhausted for good reason. But beloved of God, our culture surrounds us with reasons to be weary and so much noise. And yet, and yet our creator did not fashion us to be so tired. Our creator formed us in the image of the divine and declared we are good, very good. God established a world of abundance with plenty of resources for all that breathes and blooms, all that grows and groans, all that runs or lumbers, there is enough light and land for all creation to thrive and prosper. So when you find yourself growing weary, take time to rest and remember 
that God does not need to rest. Take a nap. Jesus took naps on boats. Take a nap and enjoy the Sabbath with the assurance that our Creator's love never takes a break. God doesn't come and go. God lasts. And these two scriptures today offer good news for us to remember the constancy of our Creator, especially when we are tired. You don't need to run. You don't need to race. God remains steady and faithful. And this week, this week, I encourage you to relax and live with the assurance that God is steadfast and strong. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, you created us in your image with stardust and sparkle. Remind us of the ways in which you created the world and called each thing good. Remind us of our place to love you and to serve you, to love our neighbors and to love creation. And remind us to rest when we grow weary. For your love is constant and your presence is steadfast. And for this we give thanks. Amen.